This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Scott, you ready? Curdy B, I'm so ready for an episode of Bananas. Third time, <laughs> not the charm. Man once bitten by alligator and spider, now attacked by eight-foot shark in Florida Keys. Well, okay, but like what, spider, like that's not that rare, but just say gator and shark, and, uh, and, he, and he bit his tongue two weeks ago. All that or more on this wildlife edition of Bananas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the teeny tiniest little strange news podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am Kurt Brownler. I am Scotty Landis. I have poured myself a martini on the rocks, which a lot of people don't know is an option. But when you order a martini, you sh- usually say up, meaning up in a martini glass. But you can also just say I'm down and dirty and put it in a rocks glass. I did that in honor of our very special guest. V.S.G. Very. This is a very special episode of Bananas. Uh, our first, guest it's tonight. First, it's the first After Dark episode. That it's we're Bananas recording. After Dark. We are <laughs> drinking our way through this one. We're recording at 7.30 in Pacific time. Late. Um, let's, let's get her on. Our guest is an actor. She is a writer. She is a storyteller. She is a mega mom. She is a power wife. And she is a great person to do any social event with. She is my friend. First, no, uh, she's Kurt's <laughs> wife, Lauren Cook. Welcome Yay. to Bananas, Yay. Lauren. Hey, welcome, the sweetie. Best intro ever. Thank you for having me, guys. This I'm honored ex- to be here. I'm so I'm I'm a little nervous. Are you? I'm nervous to have you on. Yeah. Well, it's the first time cheers. we've had a chance to like have a drink. Yeah, cheers. Let's have a little bevy poo. Yeah, the last yeah. time. Cheers. I'm almost positive the last time I really went out before the Great Core started was with you two for. Curdy B's birthday, birthday at the yeah. roost, I think. At the roost. So this is like looking across the table, only we're three and a half miles away from each other. Yeah. Almost a year later, doing mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doing great. My, my birthday is next week. Uh, oh, it, shit. Is, it will be a year since we last went out to a bar. Doesn't feel good. Well, it feels, it, you know, nothing, nothing new to talk about. All the same. Same old, same old. World keeps spinning. Globe's the same. Same. Um, good. Yeah. Well, wear the roost shirt that somebody bought you last year at the bar of the roost. I, a couple, couple people bought we'll them. Celebrate. Yeah. yeah, we have. I have three. 
I have three roost shirts because then I just kept putting them on one over the other one. And then I would just say, like, people keep buying me roost shirts. And then people were like, do you want us to keep buying you roost shirts? And I'm like, I don't really know because I think the bit's going to get really hot really soon. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, for the van animals out there listening, the Roost is a very fun bar in Los Feliz, uh, in Atwater, Los Feliz. And it, the funniest <laughs> thing about the Roost is it's an incredible decor, lots of roosters, lots of really good lighting. <laughs> lots, of, lots of roosters. <laughs> it, you would, but the thing about the Roost that, you know, the, the three of us have been there many times together, it's a dive bar. But then at the end of the night, you realize how much money you've spent. It is not dive bar prices. No. There. Like, I always <laughs> thought it was like a cheap bar. And then you're like, how much is this vodka soda? And she's like, $8. And you're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and it's cash only. That's the other thing. Yes. Yeah. When yeah, you do you. realize how, how much money you kept taking out of that $5 oh per God. ATM. Yeah. The ATM gets you too. She gets you bad. Uh, Lauren, what welcome to Bananas. Box, it's... Um, so that jukebox so is the so podcast there ever was. Yeah, I'll, it feels like we're we're back in the roost, but we're in God, a garage. It's the same exact and it's feeling. Really quiet. Yeah, and it's cold. <laughs> it's freezing cold. Okay, tell me about this guy that got bit by a spider and then also a shark and a gator. Yeah, I'm going to be up front with you. The title says it all, Scotty. <laughs> Man, it's, oh, that's it. That's boy. all you got to know. Of course, this was sent in by Copy Haste. Thank you, Copy Haste. Um, yeah, our no, our ultimate story sender. He is, has made it more than anyone else. Uh, this was uh, in Pen Live, uh, written by Janet Krajk. Mm. That's I'm pretty sure. What do you think that says? There's so few vowels in that last name. There's so many letters in one vowel. It, it's C. It's K R A, and then just. A wall of le- of, of consonants. consonants. <laughs> Cry. Well, maybe she fell asleep typing her own name in there. She works her fingers to the bone for these superpenlive.com. Yeah, it's J C S I K. Oh, Polish. So yeah, this guy got bit. He was uh, he was diving. He was actually spear fishing. So probably oh, the number yeah. one way you can get bit by a shark. Yeah. Um, but it's a, he's kind of a nice guy. He had like saw an injured fish, and then he went uh-huh. down and grabbed it. Realized it was too small, so then he put it in a hole. And then oh right, yeah, totally right, normal. I quote: "I put it in a hole, and right before normal I guy. surfaced, wham! I left. I felt the skin more than the shark. It rolled me over, and I saw it swimming away. Ooh. Wow! Um, there was a boat. He got on. Uh, they went back. He was with his wife." We went to the hospital, and it was two dozen stitches. But then, yeah, then the other stuff is just kind of like a incidental. Like, yeah, I once got bit by an alligator. No story, Kristen. What's going on? No, no yeah. story about the spider. She spends some time. She doesn't spend time on the spider. That'd be great if it was just like four pages about the spider bite. Oh, God. It was a wolf spider. He was stacking wood behind his Meemaw's house. Um but yeah, like I feel like I could get bit by a shark in life. I love swimming in the ocean. I swim. There's great whites and stuff all over, you know, Southern California. But to get bit by a gator, that you're right. That's mm. the story. Mm-hmm. I can't the story. imagine a world that I get bit by a gator unless like an old rival sees me at the zoo and tosses me <laughs> in, and I'm like, oh no, why am I eating this ham sandwich? And then I'm just getting attacked. How many people survive a gator bite? Too. I mean, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you survive a shark bite more often than a gator bite. Because like a gator bite, you just they just drag you down to the bottom and hold you. Yeah. 
when I was uh, 17, um, <laughs> I think I've talked about this before, but Baltimore County got uh, a new class for all their schools, and it was astronomy. And so they sent a field trip of all these kids that took the class to Hawaii. And so we're there. We're what? in Hilo Bay. You I know. It was Hilo? crazy. You went to You went to you Hawaii? Went to Hawaii? When I was 17, uh, I, I did mention this, Kirk, because you laughed at this part. We sold uh, oranges and grapefruits to go. <laughs> like, that was that was our fundraiser, just boxes and boxes of sweet, sweet oranges. That's a, very, and, that's a Maryland thing. Yes. Yeah. And my parents, yes, Lauren's also from Maryland. We, I never talk about Maryland on the podcast, so this is very exciting <laughs> for me. Um, is that the only thing? I literally am this close to Old Bay. Did not move, holding it up. <laughs> um, so... So we're in uh, Hilo Bay, which there was a famous tsunami that killed a bunch of folks back in the day. And Wild Bill was our guy. He was a former blackjack uh, player who made so much money, became a tour guide on the big island. And we were going to go to Mauna Loa and Mauna Kea to the atmospheric and the astronomic observatory, blah, blah, blah. We were there for 17, 17 days. The reason I bring this 17 days in high oh, school? Yeah. How oh, many kids? What? I, Hold I on. I have never Mike, been on a vacation for 17 days in my life. Neither have I. What? There That's were amazing. four teachers that went and one dad. Uh, so we had some <laughs> <And> chaperones, <laughs> but it was way more kids. And then we get to the first house, the Wild Bill's house that he uh, has booked for us. And he has these two beautiful daughters, Malia and Leilani. And uh, we're like, you know, I'm 17 years old. I look around. I realize there's not enough bedrooms. So... In the main house, this was high school students, my friend Robin, my friend Mike Milley, and a girl that I knew from art class or something named Christine, we slept in a bed together. So four teenagers sleep, oh slept God. in a bed. What? Uh, this oddly, is we all had. crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I know. It was so wild. All the teachers knew, by the way. Uh, we all slept in our lays. They give you lays when you get off the plane. They're like, we're and in so- Hawaii. We don't care. Yeah, they were no like rules in Hawaii. high school. It's just like everybody's going to be fucking. We can't stop it. So just get, let them get in a fucking bed. But wait, this yes. was because you had an astronomy class? Like what? Yeah, so they introduced <laughs> astronomy. They introduced astronomy as an elective that was a science elective, but it was considered basic, like gifted and talented, yeah. AP, honors, and then below that is basic. So me, I took basic. I was like, this is going to be great. Uh, the teacher, Mr. Gallendeck, who is a very nice man, used to do these trips. And so we went. And they were like, do you want to go? And we were like, yeah. My parents were like, if you can make them, you know, if you can, guys can make the money, you can go. So we went. So we did all the fun stuff, saw all the stars. Saw, we, it was amazing. It was a life-changing trip for a young person who had only been on a plane one time before. <clears throat> and I'm sleeping in bed with three other teenagers <laughs> the entire time. None of us had sex. We all just hung out. Um so on Hilo Bay, we had a view of Hilo Bay, and then we were going to a hot spring across the other side. And Wild Bill's like, well, we can all get in the van. This guy never wore shoes the entire time, by the way, uh, barefoot the entire trip. And he goes, or you can swim it. So I'm 17, prime of my life. There's a bunch of us, so we swim it. I don't know what Hilo Bay is. I'm going to say it's a mile. I'll get corrected instantly, but it's long. We swim over. We get in the hot spring. It's great. We're coming back. Sun setting. The tide is going out. And there's this kid named Arthur. His glasses get knocked off. So now Arthur can't see, and we're swimming, and now it's dark. And we're in the middle of the bay. It's an ocean. There's waves. And as the waves go out, the coral gets closer. So I'm, like, trying not to touch it, but then I'm also trying not to get cut. 
and people are fading. I knew I was going to make it, but I started to think, like, am I going to have to start, like, saving people? Meanwhile, the adults are already back in the van making dinner. Everybody's already back at the house. We're just five teenagers swimming across a dark bay. (laughs) Super scary. So I look down, and I see these giant fish. I see huge fish circling below us. And every time the waves go out, I'm like holding on to this coral and hoping it doesn't cut me. I get across. I'm watching. I'm hold. I'm like waving, being like, we're over here. The other kids make it. Arthur makes it. Didn't have glasses for the rest of the trip. So I don't think he saw a single constellation. Oh, no. I mean, um, why was didn't he bring wearing his, his glasses when he was swimming a mile? There's so many questions. I have a lot of questions. At Arthur. sundown. <laughs> So we get in, we come in, and you know I was full adrenaline. I was sure I was going to make it. I'm. There were a couple other people. I'm like, we're probably going to make it. And then there were two that I'm like, well, this, you know, sayonara. This might be uh, the flight back. Might have a couple of empty middle seats. So, <laughs> so we get back and we tell Wild Bill and and Mr. Goundek and there's a nice man named Bob Priest who is there, and uh, we're like. Yeah, we swam across. Arthur lost his glasses. Oh my God! I had used to wear like jewelry. All that sh- got ripped off and washed off. Very traumatic. And while Bill's like, "Did you see any sharks?" And I go, "I don't know. I saw tons of big fish." He goes, "Oh, those are lemon sharks. Those are lemon sharks. This is breeding season. This is breeding oh, season God. for lemon sharks." So, but he knew, and he just let us swim right above them the whole way. Wild Bill. It, it's one of those things that at seventeen was the most fun thing. It was incredible. I never lost a wink of sleep that night. But like right now, no way in hell. Right. Just no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. And then you, yeah, and then after that, you just crawled into. A bed with three other people. <laughs> I mean, like, think about that. Even if it's a queen bed, because it's, it's not a king bed. Even if it's a yeah, queen it's bed, a queen bed. Yeah. It's that's shoulder it's to shoulder. Bit. That's bed knobs and broomsticks, or whatever that movie is called. Of just like yes. four people sleeping in a bed across. Yeah, wearing lays. We were def- <laughs> Mike and I definitely were just wearing board shorts. I, I remember Kristen and I. She was dating a guy I knew. We ended up just sharing a bed the entire time and never sleeping together. But like, there were always a shortage of beds, no matter where we went. So we just spooned, and we got. I don't even remember her last name. That's what's even crazier. But uh, I hope she's out there. If she's a banana animal. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Did you Thanks. have like a senior class trip or anything, Lala? Um, no, but I did have a confirmation trip. What? Um, I went to Ocean City for my confirmation you had a confirmation and it was the first time i got fingered (laughs) oh well in ocean city where it's confirmed the boardwalk she's a woman was it under the boardwalk (laughs) oh we also stole beer i mean it was under the board no 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 uh in ocean city yeah was it on a roller coaster (laughs) there was one on the boardwalk we had like a full hotel yeah it was crazy it was so silly um i also the only other thing i remember about that trip is that my I had a um, like a container of nail polish remover, uh-huh. and sure, uh, who doesn't? It it spilled everywhere in the car. In the the guy who like gave us a ride, basically from, I mean, three hour drive. I spilled a bottle of nail polish remover in the first five minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh so as most popular kid there. on the bus. <laughs> do you do you remember your confirmation name? 
<sighs> Kurt, do you remember your I confirmation don't, of name? I don't. You don't remember your no, name? No, I don't. Like, that's the thing. It sounds as if I'm really Catholic, and I'm not. I, I think <laughs> yeah. I just was mostly in Nobody's it for, like, the... Really. What part made you sound <laughs> really Catholic? The getting fingered on the confirmation trip? <laughs> oh, just having a confirmation. Having a confirmation at all. is like, who gets confirmed anymore? Um, I don't know. I don't. I know my mom's confirmation name, which is random, but what's yours? That Fran- is. Francis of Assisi. Oh, Francis. Yeah. Oh, what's yours? Mine Scotty? was Luke. Luke for sure. And people were like, you, Kristen Shaw used to say, you should have been Luke Landis. You would have been way more famous. Luke I'm like, well, Landis. I'm a writer, so fame is not included. <laughs> but yeah, I was Luke. I thought that was a cool Luke name. Luke Landis. Yeah, my mom's Teresa. I don't know why I know that. I have no idea what the yeah. fuck mine is. Oh but my God, your mom will know. We got to find out. I, she won't. I don't think she will. What? I No, I'm just, your story and my story and all of our stories just go to show that if you grew up in the... 90s or late 80s yeah. nobody gave a fuck <laughs> nobody cared no. yeah. and you there just no you were lucky to survive and um yeah yeah no, my mom i have five photos from that trip i have photos that people gave me hard copies my senior year of high school i have no photos of me in hawaii i was there 17 days with a 20 something kids and a bunch of young teachers and stuff and if i you were like show me i'd be like Here's me laying on a black sand beach next to a turtle while tourists are taking pictures of both of us, <laughs> which is one of the only photos I have. <laughs> uh, all right, Scotty, give me time. another one. Okay. I picked this one in honor of y'all. Here's the headline written by Scott Andrea. Oh, Scott Andrea, best in the business, be baby. Be happy. Uh, <clears throat> sent in by train underscore is underscore lane. Thank you, train is lane. Very cool. It was insane. Maid of honor at Florida wedding nearly backs over the best man. So (laughs) this one, uh, we all have stories about wild weddings, and I thought uh, that we might have a couple about this. Scott Andrew wrote this for palmbeachpost.com. Oh, man, where all the hard-hitting news gets flushed away. A wedding in Florida described as a beautiful, that's what it says, by the way, Described as a beautiful, went downhill quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Scott, Andrea, you might be the mediumist in the biz. Um, (laughs) Went downhill quickly after the reception began. And now the maid of honor faces several charges. Oh, no. Oh, God. Amanda Willis, 20, of Port Charlotte, began drinking hard at the reception and wound up almost backing over the best man with his own car. (laughs) (laughs) How hard did she drink? Jennifer Butler, the new bride, told us that Willis was drunk within 20 to 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, can alcohol get into your bloodstream in 20 minutes? I guess so. Um, One guest, Robert Templeton. I know a Robert Templeton. We called him Froggy. Different story for a different time. Uh, (laughs) Said she drank nearly an entire bottle of Fireball all by herself. Oh, oh, darling. Oh, boy. At the reception 20 minutes in. So she's happy about this wedding. She loves love. So at this point, Willis, this is the bridesmaid, Willis danced, asked people for their keys, then grabbed the best man's keys out of his pocket, uh, ran to his car, got in, and while backing up, nearly ran him over. Oh, Jesus. What? Why is she? Where is she? Wait a second. Where is she driving? Like, Great where is she driving question. Boring, 
during the actual uh, wedding? Great question. No idea. Because she didn't get to drive because wedding guests managed to pull Willis out of the car, but she was not done. (laughs) Butler said Willis went back inside and, quote, grabbed the big bottle of Captain Morgan. (laughs) Morgan had just started guzzling it. Wait, I love. I that love this the is, reporting. The reporting this, is this the reporting best. Reporting is. This is like just <laughs> gossip reporting. It's literally written by the other like maid of honor. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. And she Scott just wasn't didn't the quit. Best and man. then you won't fucking believe the next thing this bitch did. <laughs> it's so real. Oh, she grabbed the big bottle of Captain Morgan and just started guzzling it, and still. Willis wasn't down for the count. In fact, according to Templeton, who's the best man, she, quote, came up and tried to crack me across the face. That's when the deputies got the call. Guys, it gets better. So the deputies get the call. Deputies said Willis was (laughs) Willis said she was having an asthma attack. (laughs) Oh, my God. So they took her to a local hospital where they say Willis exposed herself, pushed away two medics, yelled profanities, and kicked over a bedpan. <laughs> oh, my Quote. <laughs> I mean, oh, gosh. I also, I did, I verified this. I found this on 30 websites. Oh, this wow. is 100% real. This is not just like uh, yeah. old palmbeachpost.com isn't Mad Magazine for Florida stories. Um <laughs> Kicked over a bedpan. <clears throat> it was insane. Absolutely insane, says Jenna Templeton. Don't know who she is. Never mentioned before or after. <laughs> Willis was arrested and crack faces reporting. charges. <laughs> yeah, crack reporting from Scott Andrea. He probably Media just, like, in the biz. his roommate just to be like, hey, can you say it's insane? It's insane. <laughs> and then he's like, because I just need to have it's insane right here in the in the article. <laughs> It's like, is that a recorder? It's like, honestly, it's a graham cracker. It's the only thing we have left in the... Um, Willis faced his charges of larceny, battery, grand theft of a motor vehicle, and violation of probation. What? How about I know? Oh, no. She was on probation? Oh. Yeah. And she was only 20 when this happened. So, Amanda, we hope you turn your life around. Find sobriety, I think, might be a good path for you. I want to. Know, I think there's more to the story. I bet the groom got her wrong. I bet there's Ooh. there's something going oh. on here. Yeah, I hear that. The best she man, had, maybe. G- g- yeah, no, the groom. Oh, you think the groom? Yeah, oh. she was angry this about the the actual wedding. wedding. The, actually, yeah. of the actual the marriage, event. the people involved. There, yeah, there was yes. something going on there, right? She just had to burn it down to the ground, and she did. She knocked over a yeah. pan going out. <laughs> when you're the drunkest person at a wedding, which I've thankfully never been, it is there's there's usually one a wedding of a certain size, and I bet a lot of the bananas listening. The millions of them listening around the world uh, all are picturing somebody or themselves at a certain wedding just <laughs> losing their mind. Oh Weddings are the best for that reason. Like yes. when you get to that part of the evening, it's just like gimme, 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 gimme. Oh my god, would you yes. tell your would you tell your wedding story? Oh my story? Oh my god, yes. Uh, okay. Um well, how do I tell it quickly? You I gotta don't have tell to. it. No, take your time. Give us all yeah, these details. It's a storytelling it's show. Beautiful. <laughs> I um I, it, well, 
Oh, I was <laughs> oh, having a, a hard, one. no, no, I'm just trying to figure out how to get into it without sounding really pathetic, but I was going through a tough time and um, this was like pre-real online dating stuff and so I was spending sure. a lot of time on um, casual encounters. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's on Craigslist. I just, I'm feeling like I kicked off with getting fingered at a confirmation <laughs> and now I'm going straight into casual encounters. This isn't it. quite the, the it. yeah. Um, it happens. You were in your 20s. I was in my 20s yeah i was See, I, like was that's it unemployed had gotten dumped anyway i would just goof in i was mostly just goofing i would get on I and like chat chat with people and then i i saw a seemingly harmless post asking me um mm-hmm. to go to a wedding asking <laughs> someone to go to a <laughs> she wedding thought it was like I was they're like, asking <laughs> me this rant just post to a message board <laughs> <laughs> oh craigslist <laughs> yeah, I know Craig. <laughs> Casual encounters, wedding date, sure that that adds up. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. they needed somebody to go to a wedding. This guy named Elliot, um, and I I read the post and then I replied and we were emailing back and forth and it all sounded very innocent. And yeah, uh, he needed a date. He, he needed a date to a wedding. He needed a date, and his situation was actually really similar to mine in that he had just broken up with a girlfriend, and all yes. of his buddies were going to this wedding. He was like, "I just yep. I, this is crazy, but it's last minute. It's it's like, yes. I guess it was two weeks away at that time, and so he needed a date. So I um, volunteered to go without having seen him at all. Okay. again... Huge mistake. This is a, but this is early Craigslist. Like also, that's, you, love a, this is, you love a wedding. Sure. Who doesn't love a wedding? Especially in your twenties, you yeah, want to put. Like, a, but when you I live lived, in New York, you want exactly. to put on a dress. Thank you you want to put on makeup. You and I wanted to cute. leave. Like it was in New Jersey. It was going to be like a thing where we where I'd, I'd like go to a different part. I mean, not okay. that yeah. like yeah. I don't beautiful know, Mount Airy Farms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, was, it was in park. New Jersey, guys. It was <laughs> yeah, in New right. Jersey. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I got my hopes up, got really excited about who Elliot was uh-huh. based on these emails and nothing else. And then um, I, I had his address. I knocked on his door. A lot of people, a lot of my friends, it, like made me, uh, you know, promise to call them to be sure that I wasn't going to get yes. murdered. Um, yes, good friends. And Elliot answered the door, and he was like a solid thirty years older than um, I assumed he would be. Oh, uh, that's a twist like I didn't like see 50? coming. Yes. Did, was he like fifty? I mean, to me at the time, he was like a grandpa. But yeah, he was oh. probably fifty. Orville Redenbacher opens the door, <laughs> he hands was, you a handful of corn. He was like that's, significantly okay. shorter than me and much older than I thought. <laughs> um, so right okay. off the bat, we were like, "Okay, oh, dear. but I had the dress on, you know. Like I wasn't gonna. I didn't know how to. You're looking great. End this. So I went to the wedding with this guy, and um, okay, uh huh. On the drive up, um, <laughs> what was the relationship of Elliot to the person getting married or the people getting married? Just a, f- a friend group. Indirect. Okay, even weirder. Okay, good. So Elliot no, might not even know these it, people. No, no, he he knew them quite well, but it was like, I think he like grew up with a bunch of the, the dudes. Like it was his, his dude see. group related, oh. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so I went to the wedding and on the way up, he was like, uh, we, we need to... Um, we need to figure out our lie. Like we need to figure out what we're going to tell. 
how you know each other. Yes, because he didn't want to tell Got everybody it. that we met on Casual Encounters. Yeah, you're because... 22 years old, so you needed to figure out a lie because he was in a, a doo-wop band in the 60s with the guys getting married. Okay. He totally could have been in a doo-wop band. He wore like a lot of hair he was gel. A Dion in the Belmont. He was a Belmont. Um, okay, so what was the lie? Well, then I just did, then I realized like, oh, fuck, this is going to be fun. Like, I don't I'm I'm going to lie about everything. Um, yes. Yeah, it was it was a ridiculous wedding. Um, and <laughs> I kind of because I didn't care about it, had like the time of my life. Like I, I love met this. everybody. Yes. I like I of was course. making friends with grandmas. I was like making friends yes. with the bride. I was dancing hard, you know, like I just didn't yes. hit me that I didn't know these people. I'd never see these people again. And I yes, ended up having I love like, this. a really, really, really fun night. Um, didn't oh, spend man. much time with Elliot at all. <laughs> no, of course. Who would? Who would? So you didn't know anybody there, so you're a free bird. You're allowed to be free who bird. you want to be. Love and life. Just, yeah, it hit somewhere along the way. It hit me that that, that I was just going to take advantage of this. Yeah. And um, you know how you were saying at every wedding, there's like somebody who loses their mind. Yes. Um, but at every wedding, there's also kind of like the president of the wedding, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. there's somebody who's like, oh, mm-hmm. this person's like ruling this wedding. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was the president of this. Whoa, wedding. you felt like you were the president. No, oh. I mean, I don't. I, okay, also, I was very drunk, but um, I <laughs> yeah. did. Like, you know how they, I don't know if they even do this anymore, but there's like a wedding video. Like there's like yes. a videographer. I am all over these people. <laughs> oh, because you were like getting in there into the videos. <laughs> yes. And I, somebody, some couple, who knows? They're probably not married anymore. But uh, in New Jersey, nope. I'm all over your wedding video. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. So the the big part of the story that I've retold seven million times was that um, late in the evening, one of Elliot's friends came up to me. He was like a younger uh-huh. guy who was more sort of like my age. And right, more age appropriate. More age appropriate, and he asked me if I wanted cocaine, and mm-hmm. I am a nerd about drugs, which is mm-hmm. pro- like you guys tell drug stories all the time, right? But to me, I'm like, like my knee-jerk reactions. <laughs> my knee-jerk reaction was like, weddings are for families. Like I was like, right? Confused, like why would you want? We're in a, this is a family event. Why would I ever do? I was just confused. I was confused. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ultimately, I was like, but also, this is yes. a wedding where I know no one. And so, sure, let's try cocaine for the first time. Um, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> so, God. So he gave me a little bag. And um, like, I, I mean, yeah, it's I was so dumb and uh, had never done anything. Or I literally like my only point of reference was the movie Casino. Um, sure. And so I took the bag yeah. and went into the ladies' bathroom and, uh, you know, did what I thought I was supposed to do. And then I came out and he was like, oh, uh, mm. how are you feeling? Like, did you do it? And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like, D- great. How do you feel? And I was like, good. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, where's the rest of it? And oh, I, shit. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? I... <laughs> I definitely thought when he gave me that little bag that that was like my portion. Like I thought that oh. he had given me, but it was it was oh their coke for the God. night. It was their cocaine for the whole night. 
Whoa. And there were like several, you know, sort of like roided out dudes who were so unhappy with me. Um, one of them like punched a wall. I was just really confused. I was confused. Then my main concern was like, am I going to die? Did I just do yeah, cocaine for all yes. these people? But honestly, yes. if you if we were to like cut to the scene of me in the bathroom, I did whatever I did with a dollar bill. And then I was just like wiping my hands like, oh, that. <laughs> All done with that, like just blowing it in the wind, just well, yeah, like Woody Whoopsie Allen or Daisy. Like it's yeah, but also they saw uh, they saw an attractive girl that they didn't know yeah. at a wedding where exactly. they knew everybody. Yeah. Shame on them! And they yeah. were like, "We're gonna get her high yeah. and yeah. dance yeah. and party 100%. and make out." So fuck 100%. them. Totally uh, yeah, bad. I mean, I screw those guys. I do no. not feel bad about And it was bad. probably bad. You probably would have died if it was actually cocaine, but it was probably cut <laughs> so many different ways. I was so bad that, at know. it that I did very little. And then I ran, and then like the sort of clear moment of being sl- slightly coked up, <laughs> I went back to the wedding and like saw what the wedding really was. Oh. Like I was like, oh, oh bar. no, what this is a Oh, it's just Boy. a shady Jersey wedding. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like there were like old yeah. ladies smoking inside, and <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, God yeah. bless you if you love to smoke. But if, you know what I mean? Like it was just like you, it hit God that point you. of the of the wedding where <laughs> things were turning dark. Yeah, and so I I went back to the hotel room where Elliot was to get my stuff to leave, and he was trying to like make out. He was no, trying to no. yeah 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 Elliot and um. Well, it and was I, casual encounters. He was, was probably exactly. pretty casual. But it wasn't on um, yeah, Lost no, and Found. It, it wasn't on. Like, it wasn't on autos and trucks. He was like, <laughs> "This chick might be a freak." Her of course, pupils she just are did. She just did an eight ball of cocaine in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> by herself. <laughs> She's um, gonna so have I ran, This is the end of the story. I ran out without my shoes on. Oh, got a car home because oh. I was like, I don't. hard to do back then. Uh, yep, got a car home in the car, puked in my purse. Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. excited Classy. that I not one drop spilled out of my purse. <laughs> yeah, because I it's didn't want to puke in the car. But I remember being yeah. like, oh, nailed it, everything <laughs> in the purse, the purse, and that <laughs> was the end of that. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love that. Story. Well, so you didn't end up dead, so that is a successful Craigslist usually, story. Usually, exactly. And Did you, you tried free cocaine, so that's yeah. a successful Craigslist story too. I'm guessing you. I know you're not going to tell it now, but you've told the story about when you sleptwalked. No, I have not. Sleep. Oh, I did. Oh, we did. It. Yeah, I we did. did. We did do. Yeah, 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 we did do that one. That was um, killer. Gosh, <laughs> that was. Let me, I'm gonna that was you, that I'm was more of a five-hour energy thing. Yeah, tease us up for the little commercial break because we got to sell something. Yeah, um, this is this is right off of the the back of your story, Scotty. Maybe too similar. Oh, good. Even. I don't care. Uh, teen calls nine one one when bouncer confiscates her fake ID, gets hit with felony charge. Whoa! What? I didn't know that was yeah, possible. It's amazing. The story is beautiful. Right after bananas. Driving me bananas, baby, bananas, 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 b
are back. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, please go right now to Instagram. Go to The Bananas Podcast. Follow us Boom. and DM us your strange news stories or your personal please. news stories. Here's my main, here's a new request I have, Scotty. Yes, sir. Uh, DM us stories. So DM us your personal stories or DM us stories from the news. If you have mm-hmm. an unexpected banana, put it in mm. your story and just tag us. Like if you just message us with an unexpected banana that you just saw somewhere, uh-huh. it's just it's just us looking at a picture of a banana because there's no way for us to easily repost it without right. screen grabbing. Then going, blah, 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 blah. yeah, it's a if you thing. just put it in your story, tag us. Don't hashtag mind. unexpected banana. We'll uh, we'll resend it but out but we're trying to keep the dms primarily for stories so yeah and we're getting a we're getting a beautiful amount so keep all the stories coming you guys are doing an amazing job we're getting literally over a hundred a day at this point also kurt i was thinking about this off the unexpected banana uh, we we're gonna roll out some new merch soon, but I think we need a banana sticker that says "unexpected banana." Like maybe a ten pack that people can buy and just stick unexpected bananas all over them. Oh, that's a great idea! I like <laughs> right? That. Like yeah. Andre the Giant has an army. The banana animals have unexpected bananas. Um, keep calling me. I talk to so many of you every day and text so many of you every day on the bananas phone from Mint Mobile two one three two one four seven nine seven four. Give me a call anytime. If it's on, I'll talk to you for one minute. But I did want to highlight one person that called me about 45 minutes before we started recording tonight. He didn't ask me to say anything, but I just want to say this. His name was Vinny. He was super, uh, he was very jazzed up. He was very happy. He, a month ago or so, he found a, felt a lump in his chest. And when you're a young person and you have a lump in your chest, it is not exciting. That is usually bad news. And while he was going to doctors and getting examined, he said he was listening to bananas in the lobbies and the waiting rooms and to calm him down and distract him, which is ultimately what Bananas Podcast is for. Today, he doesn't have cancer. It wasn't cancer. He got the he got a clean bill of health, but oh, he was freaking out for great. a month. Oh, we man. all know what that feels like. We've all had health Horrifying. scares of all different shapes and sizes and things going in and out. Vinny, thanks so much for the call. You could, I could feel the joy oh, radiating. Vinny. He was stressing himself out, uh, understandably, but he's clean. He's clear. Love Turns you. Out. Thanks, Vinny. It was uh, just a great. mouse. It was a mouse yep. in his chest. <laughs> Turns out he in dropped a burger from Fuddruckers inside of his hoodie. <laughs> he is a reactionary kind of guy. Uh, Vinny, that was a very sweet oh, call. It was a nice conversation with you. I didn't you, hang so up glad. on him Happy in so one glad. minute, Happy shockingly. <laughs> but um, thank you to all the Bananimals. You guys are the best. And we're going to have some new merch coming soon. And that's about it. Curdy B, should we get back into this yeah, silly show? Yeah, of course show? we are here with... Lauren Cook, how are you? I've met her. I'm great. I'm great. Are you ready for this you guys, one? Yeah. What? Oh, it was. Uh, yeah. I have already forgotten because this is bananas after dark. Our first one. Yeah, we were too. drinking heavily, yeah. and uh, teen calls nine one one when bouncer confiscates her fake ID, gets hit with a felony charge. Oh, oh that's bogus. Okay. Okay. I read okay. that differently. This now makes sense, though. Yeah, so an eight. So this was sent in. Oh, she deserved that charge. I don't know. There who we sent go. This in, and I apologize. Someone definitely did. Um, and we'll say your name next episode. Yes, we will. Uh, but this is uh, on, in the Daily News, written by Brian Nimitz, best in the biz. 
Best uh, an 18-year-old woman was arrested after she called police to complain that a bouncer at a bar had confiscated her fake ID. Her name is Blake Lee Sands or McCammy Queen, <laughs> according to her driver's license. McCammy okay. is M-C, big K-A-M-I-E. Uh, became upset when a bouncer at a bar outside Oklahoma City took the identification she tried oh, using at the establishment yes. last week's smoking gun reports. Uh, she then doubled down on her oh, bluff dear. and called 911. When the police arrived and checked out the phony ID, they discovered the driver's license no. number on Sands' identification card yep. was registered to a 43-year-old man who no, lives no, no. in Texas. Oh, man. Video posted to Tulsa, Oklahoma station KOTV shows police in the town of Edmond standing with Sands outside the Wolf oh. Trap bar asking if the ID is a fake. No, she answers, adding, yeah, I'm sure. When oh. asked if she's positive the ID is authentic, <laughs> Sands was arrested for using false identification to mislead a police officer, which is a felony. And they had, and I saw the video, after they showed Good. the video of her being so indignant with this police officer, like, yeah, it's my ID. Yes. Uh, then you see, like, a, I don't know, a, a woman who was, like, the police chief or whatever, being like, she could have walked away. This... This could have yes. been nothing, but now she's charged with a felony. Uh, it's just the boldness. The boldness. Yeah, she wasted a lot of people's time. There's other crimes going on in that town that she's just, that's, she deserves a little, uh, she deserves what she got. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, she reminds me of you that horrible that. girl who, who? who tackled that, the musician's son because she oh, thought yeah. he had stole, yeah. Oh, you think she's mentally ill? Well, I don't. Well, know. I hope not. I, 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 yeah, I think it's a it's a horrible mix of mentally ill and very very drunk, but also very entitled. And yeah, she's uh, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's an entitled eighteen year old whose friends got in because they had their older sister's IDs, and then she just had to make a statement. Like it, at some point, there's. We've talked about this on other stories. There's a ripcord. There's an injector button. At some point in any wild thing, you can always go. You know what? I'm wrong. Totally. And walk away. Yeah. Like of that police station. Exactly. Like, yeah. In Wait, life, and you... I encourage younger bananimals, when things are not going as planned, when you had a bit, when you had a surprise party, when you had something going on that starts to go sideways, the greatest, most adult thing you can do is go, guys, 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 I screwed this up. I screwed this up. This was a joke. I'm so sorry. I, I'll leave if you want me to. This was stupid. I'll buy the next <laughs> round of drinks. Pull the ripcord when the don't call the cops because you can't get in with a fake id yeah no she's can we talk about your fake id have you already talked about we it we have already okay, we okay. did but i've had it's two legendary oh, yeah lorenzo is legendary uh but i had a second one when you said oklahoma it teed me off so uh a friend of mine who will rename Rename. Yeah. Oh. Take a shot. Take a shot. Take Remain a shot. Take a shot. nameless. Uh, in college, uh, he went to Towson University. I will say no more, but he is one of my very closest friends. He was so excellent at Photoshopping and computer <laughs> shit that a guy that worked at the Maryland DMV was like, here are like 50 magnet strip hologram Maryland license templates. If you make me one for free, I will give you the rest to sell. So he sold them all, but he made me one. 
so you could scan them. You could scan them, yeah, and they would that. work. I, that was such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so he really did this, and I won't name his name, but he's he. I think he listens to the pod. Anyways, he gave me one, f- uh, and I was using it, and we used. You know, you do the thing where you use your real birthday, but the different year you were born, and all yeah, that stuff. So you're ready for so, that line of questioning. But he was like, "Do you want a Maryland one, or I can make an Oklahoma one?" I go, "Oh, make me an Oklahoma one because I'm going to be in Pensacola next year." So he makes me an Oklahoma one. It's from a town called Duncan, Oklahoma, which I had never heard of, never been to. Blah blah blah. Duncan. So I'm wait. I'm waiting tables in Florida, and this this table. So a year earlier, the same table came on the same week, same vacation. He ordered a Canadian club and ginger ale. She ordered uh, a Shirley Temple or something like really like a virgin strawberry daiquiri. And I go, you guys were here last year. And he's like, yeah. I was like, you drink Canadian club and ginger ale. And he goes, how do you remember that? And they tipped me 5%. So I was like, where are y'all from? And they go, Duncan, Oklahoma. And I go, really? Uh that's where I'm from. I don't know why. I guess I wanted intel. And yeah. they go, what's your last name? And I go, Anderson. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought Scotty Anderson sounded like a name. And they looked at each other. And I guess Duncan is a very small town. But it got taken at a bar in Pensacola <laughs> like two weeks later where the guy's looking at it. He's like, this is not real. And I'm like, no, it is. It's got a hologram. He's like... Yeah, that's not real at all. Sorry, man. And he punched a hole with a like yes, a paper yeah. pole hunter, yeah. and they had a rope above the bar where they hung all the fake IDs and the funny. And you could look at them if you were drinking oh, of age. Great. Yeah, it was, it was called the Break, I think, who busted me the bar. But they late years later, I went back and I was drinking legally, and the best one were all the ones that were a photo of a woman. And then it said their sex was male and like all their stuff was wrong. So like all the information was wrong, but the photo was right. I would buy an Urban Outfitters coffee table book of fake IDs that have been confiscated. So good. It would be amazing. So, you know, amazing. I had I had a fake ID given to me by my brother-in-law, Brian, Brian Benson. I didn't know that. He gave me his he gave me his license, his expired license, Lynn. He gave me his license and his NRA card when I was 12. And so, which is. Oh, you love age. guns. You love young guns. Age at 12, that I'm in the NRA. You also got you like drunk 30. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, when so, Kurt and I met, Kurt was probably 28 or 29, and he still looked 17. So, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like really radical. Yeah. At 12, you looked like a zygote. Six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, weirdly, at 12, I was still 6'4. Do you know what I mean? I just was just yeah. like really gawky. Um, and always like knocking things over because uh, I didn't know how long my you know, arms like, were. All those NRA people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you know, I grew up with my mom. Um, she was a nurse. We didn't have a ton of money, but my dad had money, and I would see him three, four times a year. And one of those times yep. was usually around Christmas time. If it wasn't Christmas, it was New Year's. So this one Got New it. Year's, I yes. was fourteen, and we were in Montana. At like a ski mm-hmm. resort in Montana, big sky, and, and it's new. Yeah, it's probably it was big sky, and uh, and I was like fourteen, and I was like, I am gonna like I have never experienced New Year's Eve. I'm like dying to, and so yeah. we were literally like I like walk. I was, I, everyone was watching a movie, and I like walked out, and I was like, I'm gonna find something to do, and I like walked into like the woods of this like ski resort until I came to the lodge where there was like a, oh. like a bar and stuff. 
The best time. Yeah. The best time. Ski lodges are it's, wild. The, the bar flies there are wild. It was I, wild. Oh, man. I was in Nebraska recently in a ski lodge, and I was like, this is the life. Oh, man. The, the great mountains of Nebraska. <laughs> I mean, and I just said recently, but it was the most recent thing before when I did that writing thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Was it a ski right, lodge? Right. Do people even ski in Nebraska? I don't know, but it was like a ski lodge, and uh. it was amazing. I was like, I'm going to bring my whole family back here. We're going to live <laughs> yeah. in Nebraska. Like, I want to live in this uh, yeah. lodge. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, no. Yes. I'm Keep... at this ski lodge, I, and, I, and I'm like, I'm going to get drunk i'm 14 oh wow i find these That's two guys four. by yourself by myself i don't know if of i course. had that i don't know if i had that i walk in i'm six four people think i'm older okay i walk yeah. in and find two guys who are like who, who just who just work there for the winter time they like run plows and stuff sure and i'm just yeah. like ski uh, bombs like will you buy me beer and but i have a fake id and they're yeah. like yeah i don't but what they wanted to of buy course me, they were buying um, pitchers, and this is the only time oh, I've boy. ever drank in this, of tequila oh. sunrises. Mm. So we were drinking oh, pitchers my of tequila that sunrise, great. That which is te- amazing. tequila, orange, and, and, uh, and cherry, uh, or grenadine. Or, something? or grenadine. Grenadine, yeah. yeah. So we're drinking that, and then we start drinking but beer. But perfect for that age. That's just perfect like for that age. Punch. So that's weird. They, they were probably nineteen. Do you delish. know what I mean? Delish. Um, yeah. I would hope so. And I just <laughs> sat and I chatted with these guys for hours. Got drunk. What did you chat about? I have no idea. But then I'm walking around drunk, and I'm fourteen. So this is like, I'm <laughs> thrilled. I'm like. You I'm just, thrilled. You I'm talking to everybody. everybody. I'm going to have chats yes, with everybody. Yes. And so I keep pulling out my fake ID oh, and no. showing uh, it to people. Oh, dear. They're like, what this are you is... doing? You seem a little young. I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. I got a fake ID. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, I love that. And for some reason, I have this feeling. And I was wearing one of these like jackets <laughs> that had like, you could, un- it was like a, a shell on the outside and then like a puffy jacket inside. Yeah. And so if you unzip the puffy jacket. Inside right. the shell, there was a zipper pocket on the inside. I put my fake IDs in there and zipped it up, and then zipped the 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 shell back up. You were like, "Gotta protect, yep. gotta protect." Yeah, super smart because <laughs> yeah, you're a genius. I'm going at this to point. leave. I'm going to leave. <clears throat> and you're done for the night. Undercover. You've had a cops. picture of Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> yeah. You're 14 years old. <laughs> yeah, two undercover cops. Why are there undercover cops? At a ski resort lodge in Montana, I have no idea. They pull out their... To get you. The, to get me. <laughs> women. To get me. They pull yeah. out their undercover cop badges, and I'm what? 14, and, I'm sh- and they're like, you have a fake ID on you. We've watched you showing it to people. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> Wait, Who doesn't show their ID face? at a bar? <laughs> no, it was just Brian. Brian and I oh, look kind of weirdly similar. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so he was probably 28 or something, and I'm 14. Sure. And Almost twice as old. And I just, and <laughs> that thing, I just committed to it. I was like, I don't have a fake yeah. ID. I, th- I don't have it. And they're like, we saw you with it. And I was like, and then they got two of them, and they're like taking me away from the party, like in a corner. <gasps> and they're like, "You're going to jail tonight." That's you so bogus. These fake That's so ideas. bogus. But when and you're I that young, kept, though, like shitting your pants, shitting fully, my pants. Oh my god, my pants. I would be dead. And yes. I just committed, and I was like, "I don't have it." And they're like, "We saw you." You show it to people, and I was like, I threw it out. And then they searched me, so they went through all the normal thing to say. 
didn't then, know about mm. that inside pocket. They did not know about the inside pocket. They never found it, mm. but they did then bring me. They're like, where did you throw it out? I was like, that trash can. And what? then they brought me to the trash can, had me open it, and then I sat there for probably like oh, 30 minutes oh, no. and had to dig through the trash looking for this. Yeah, so weird. Until <laughs> something else got their attention, and then they're like, just get the fuck out of it. They were just so angry with me. And I like yeah, they're laugh. Ski they town just cops. Made you blow a breathalyzer? I don't think that. I don't mean. Who, who knows? Like, why are they so obsessed with getting this fourteen-year-old's fake ID? Either I have no idea. Were they even cops? Were they? Were they, they fucking? I was they were drunk. Just, were I was they, fourteen and drunk. <laughs> were they exotic dancers? Was there a bachelorette party at the resort and Big Sky? Were they, they about needed, to show them a big something else? They needed the prop of a fourteen-year-old boy. Like, yeah, no, that's good. Oh, that's actually very boy, funny. that's not right. <laughs> All right, give me one, Scotty. Okie dokie. Here comes another story. This is also from penlive.com. I can't believe we have two penlive.com stories. That's why I do what you're talking about. This was... (laughs) I I know. If it's not from Pennsylvania, we really have a problem. Cody Knowles sent this in first, but then Izzy Rutten, Izzy, Izzy, I'm saying your name, sent it on direct message, and thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. Izzy, this is your moment. Thank you so much. It was written by Amy Henderson, who is a wordsmith, a hero, a writer for penlive.com. <laughs> Sorry, that, that sounded mean. I um, I bet I would be friends with Amy Henderson in a different life. Teen reunited with Pet Rooster, lost at Cracker Barrel after Civil War reenactment. What? Okay, Lauren, what? I can tell you didn't hear what I said because it's so bizarre. So a teen was reunited with his pet rooster that was lost and found at a Cracker Barrel after a Civil War reenactment. I'm going to oh, need a lot more boy. details. Was the Did rooster he... lost after a Civil War reenactment? Or was, was the rooster found... found? After a civil war, and why at Cracker Barrel, like on a plate? How did it? (laughs) Yeah, chicken dumplings are bomb there. Okay, so so I looked really into this because we were sent this upwards of ten trillion times by Bananimals. So it was a rooster that was lost. I will get to this. Uh, I'm just going to get into the story because the thing about civil war reenactors are the best attention to detail. Yeah. And lots of time on their hands. So when a visiting rooster flew the coop, I mean, good for you. The hardest thing to write for all the aspiring writers out there, write the first sentence. Everything else is easy. Just write the first sentence and then take it from there. Amy Henderson, best in the biz, knows this. When a rooster flew the coop, the people of Coleman, Alabama, stepped up to reunite the owner with his feathered friend. It all started when 18-year-old Thomas Ramsey, a student at a, a school that I can't pronounce in Gallman, Mississippi, and founder of the Muddy Rabbit's Mess, a 32-member military reenactment group wow. and the largest youth group nationally, was returning from a Civil War reenactment in Spring Hill, Tennessee. He stopped for lunch on January 31st at a Cracker Barrel in Cullman, with his friend Jonas Patrick. I mean, so far, it's going great. Jonas Patrick's there. He's also there with his other friend. I'm a name guy, Lauren. I'm, Me too. I love a good name. And he was there with not only Jonas Patrick, but he was there with his friend, Buff Orpington. <laughs> <laughs> the title of this story should be 
Buff Orpington's friend loses rooster. <laughs> I'm so with you. The Just rooster's like name Buff was. Orpington goes to Cracker Barrel is yeah <laughs> actually just man named Buff Orpington exists <laughs> Buff Orpington Jonas Patrick and our guy Thomas Ramsey who's only 18 years old four years older than Kurt using a fake ID and Big Sky Montana so he loses his rooster Pete Peep is a cute name for a rooster. I'm not mad at it. Peep is a handsome fellow in keeping with standards of heritage breed of chicken. He's heavy with a broad body, low stance, and having a, quote, bold and upright, graceful carriage. There's so many Wait, things I'm confused what? about. Why are we describing Does the build of the this? Does he want to the rooster? What's going on? <laughs> Amy Henderson leaves no feather unturned. She, he's been the cock of the walk ever since Ramsey found him on a roadside. Found this. So uh, Ramsey found him on the roadside last summer when he was still a young chick. Ramsey has been participating in reenactments since he's 14 years old. Historically, soldiers would bring, uh, they would go to war with animals, including camels and also roosters. I don't know if Amy's lost her mind at this point, but there are numerous accounts of soldiers going to war with animals. Understand this more. The South was different back then, too. There weren't a lot of people and there was a lot of space. Um, You'll read journals of people carrying not just fighting roosters, but other support animals, he said. In one undisputed account, a Confederate soldier. Uh, a Confederate soldier, they lost very, very badly, carried a rooster with him for two years. Civil War was four years, by the way, for and people outside the United States or everybody who went to college who doesn't care about the Civil War. Uh, the particular rooster's tail did not end well, though, as that rooster ended up uh, being eaten by Union soldiers. Mm. So Whoa. when Peep entered Ramsey's life... He, it didn't seem unheard of to take the young bird with him into battle. Quote, we were at the house getting ready for an event, and we were sitting there playing with Peep. We were like, let's take him with us. Absolutely. So at the first event, one of Ramsey's friends was carrying Peep in a bag by his side when the friend got hit. Now, I do have to say a little sidebar here, a little banana sidebar. I've talked to Civil War reenactors and... Uh, and I was talking to this one guy. He's like, oh, dude, it's the best. It's so fun. And I was like, well, how do you know when you've been shot? He goes, whenever you get really tired or winded, you just pretend to get shot, then just lay down in the field for a while. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so when you're out of shape, you just take a nap in the field? It's like, yes, that is absolutely what he was saying. So when Peep was in his friend's uh, bag and he got hit, shot, funny to reenact war, Peep hopped out and strolled away. Um, there's about 10 cannons just blazing and all the rifle fire. And, uh, he's pretty chill. Uh, peep said the teen is real soldier. So this is when it starts to get a little bananas. An hour later, Ramsey and his friend went outside to find peep and they couldn't find him. His friend said, quote, he said, he's gone, man. At first I thought he was just joking. He messes with me. Like, you know, sometimes with your friends, you just tell them their roosters are missing. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> but also, it wasn't a joke, he though. Was pre- he was so first off, the bird was in a bag. Secondly, yeah. his friend was pretending to be dead, so that when the bird got out of the bag, he's like, "Well, I can't go get the bird because I'm dead." And then he just let the bird walk away. Right? Yeah, Peep walked away. Peep, Peep walked the rooster away. walked away. So, uh, oh gosh, it wasn't a joke though. And Amy Henderson doubles down and says, Peep had flown the coop. Oh, yeah. 
How could you not eat Thomas, it? Thomas, 18-year-old. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's a, you know, media mist in the biz. She gets it. I went back to the Cracker Barrel, and it was very hard for me to say this with a straight face, <laughs> even though I was panicking. But I said, do you have cameras in the parking lot? I think somebody stole my chicken. Somebody overheard him and said they'd seen Peep wandering through the parking lot. Oh, no. Ooh. He spent an hour and a half riding around looking for him. Oh. Harris even checked a nearby farmer to see if he had picked up the roaming rooster. And with the farmer's position, he checked the coop to see if Peep, following the birds of the feather flock together, adage, had wandered in there on his own. <laughs> Oh, man. By this time, Ramsey had posted a missing chicken post and photos to Coleman's Facebook page. Every five minutes, there was somebody responding. They were looking for Peep, said Ramsey. Ramsey continued on to his home in Mississippi, hopeful that someone would find his feathered friend. 30 minutes away from his home, he received the news that Jeremy Cox found Peep. No. No. It was Cox? No. 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 Stop. Jeremy Cox is a very common southern name. COX is That's a crazy That's fine. common. That's fine. But, but the fact that it means two chickens is crazy. Can we get the yes. first name again one more time? The first Jeremy. Name? Jeremy. No, 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 no. Jeremy. The name that. Peep. We, no. Thomas Ramsey. I'm going to just name names. <laughs> the name that we were like, oh, let this be the whole article. Burp, burp, Orpin Derp. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh, buffer, buff. Uh, Can we hold get on, let's back go to back to the top. So, Jonas Patrick and his friend Buff Orpington. <laughs> Just keep saying that name, please. <laughs> also, I got to say, Buff Orpington is not mentioned again. But when you He's mention Buff Orpington, <laughs> and you don't close, what was what is Buff? <laughs> What is Buff Orpington up to these days? Was he days? helping? Was he helping <laughs> find the chicken? Oh. He's dating a four-star uh, aproned uh, Cracker Barrel waitress right now named Deborah, and they are raising uh, dumplings. So by this time, um, yeah, so Jeremy Cox found Peep wherever the rooster wandered or whatever roads may have crossed. I mean, give me a break. He found his way back to Cracker Barrel parking lot where Cox found him. His adventures continued from there. He changed hands like three times that day, said Thomas Ramsey, but it was John <laughs> Watson, a local farmer who'd been posting advice on finding and catching Peep. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Buff Orpington is MIA at this point. Oh, God. He's just mentioned I'm just being a friend. She's like, what's, what's his name? Buff Orpington? I'm putting him in the fucking story. I don't care if yeah. he has nothing to do with how Peep got found. Amy, you made the right decision. Also, who is this man? Who is... John Watson, a local farmer who's just on Facebook being like, we've got to find this peep. <laughs> yeah, who's just so like, I've he- got ideas for finding chickens. Let's put corn on the road. <laughs> yes. Bird Let's make seed. a list and post it on the internet. Hot non-rooster chickens, whatever they're called. Uh, so he drove the rooster to Birmingham where the teen <laughs> and the bird, Thomas Ramsey, were reunited. Oh, Ramsey good. agreed that Peep... Guys, this is a happy ending. This is a very happy ending. Thomas Ramsey says Peep is special. 
Quote, most of the time I would not drive. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time, you know, most of the time when you're 18, I would not drive four hours for just any chicken. (laughs) Peep, said Ramsey, quote, he's interesting. (laughs) He's interesting? (laughs) That's the end of the quote? That's the end of the story. That's the end of the article. <laughs> oh, God bless Pete. God bless Thomas Ramsey. God bless uh, Tom Watson and uh, Jonas somebody and Buff Orpington. He is Buff. Colbin, Mississippi. You're the most famous person in the history of the Bananas podcast. Oh, that's amazing. God bless Buff you, Orpington Buff. Buff Orpington is the bananas uh, <laughs> banana of the week. I mean, Buff Orpington is might be the banana twenty twenty one. This oh. he might hold the crown for the year. <laughs> Didn't help his friend at all, apparently, which is so great. <laughs> God, that story kills me so oh, it's hard. So much. It's so it was good. sent in by so many bananas. Thank you, everybody, who sent that in. It is a headline that is built for the show. It's built for the real onion. It's incredible. But yeah, um, so Peep and uh, Thomas Ramsey, the eighteen year old. Um, Civil War reenactor are they still reunited. Together? Is everything everything? I think this was this week. So this is this is oh, hot off the news. Cracker Barrel presses. Um, <laughs> don't you guys feel? So wait, Cracker this Barrel's... was all happening during a pandemic. Oh yeah, <laughs> this happened this last yeah. week. Well, also, I mean, reenactments are probably socially distanced. Yeah. You know, that's actually Who's probably a pretty bored? fun thing to do. Sure. And if you're bored as shit in Coleman, Mississippi, I, I can think of worse things to do. Yeah, <clears throat> but Cracker Barrels are thriving for what their breakfast is kick-ass oh my god Kurt, when you're on the road amazing. doing yeah they're just carbohydrate overload but look when you're doing in normal times when you're doing stand-up i mean cracker barrel has to be an okay destination for comic breakfasts on the road i've never had a breakfast there i've only gone pretty a couple good. times when i was on road trips and i think the last time i just Everything I got was so bad so that we, I have not been. You back. have touched. You've actually wow. touched a real, um, a real nerve, a sensitive nerve between us because wow. I love a cracker barrel. I like barrel. a cracker barrel too. And, and Kurt hates it. And and if you're driving and you're like, oh, ooh, cracker barrel, we got to stop. And he's like, no. Yes, I'm down oh. now. I'm down now. You got to get back try. in. I'll get, I'll they, found get back in. they found Pete. They found Pete. But you know they have the. Um, the last time I was at Cracker Barrel, they have the gift shop where you wait. The waiting room gift shop is genius. It's got yo-yos and giant peppermint sticks and everything. jelly belly. Oh, it would go and, crazy. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Kids. I saw a kid barf there. It cracked yeah, me up. They mopped it up that. so fast that it was like... <laughs> It was like Four times there's a, a barf, yes, and then a woman with three stars on her apron just swung in. And was like, "You're fine," but I do. This is a pitch. If anybody who works for Cracker Barrel, where I bet we have some Cracker Barrel bananas, you need a bar. You need an adults-only mm-hmm. bar off the other side of the gift shop. And here's my pitch: rustic old bar, Conestoga wagon old mm-hmm. bar, old mm-hmm. stuff, old whatever. At the bar, they have those rifles that shoot light, those shooting galleries that you yeah. can shoot yeah, a yeah, cannon, yeah, it flies yeah, up yeah. in the air. You shoot the piano player in his butt, and he plays mm-hmm. the entertainer for a minute. Mm-hmm. If you could drink and pump quarters into a shooting gallery at Cracker Barrel, you would make $20 but like an old billion school one where it like shoots air old. at... 
Uh, yeah, yes. it shoots a light thing that hits yeah. a light target, and then like over in the corner, the owl comes down, and goes hoo 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 hoo, and they shoot over there. I feel like I feel like this is kind of Cracker Barrel after dark. Like I feel like yes. Cracker Barrel basically C-B-A-D. ends at like three three p.m. So like we have bananas after dark. This is Cracker Barrel after dark. It's you all after dark now. Yeah, Let's this get might buff. be my favorite episode so far. Buff. Well, Buff Orpington will well, Buff live and die 18. at the bar. Buff, what? That's crazy. who knows? Last week, Buff Orpington is still eighteen. That's amazing. That is the future of America, Buff Orpington. I think Curdy B. I think give us one more, and then we're yep, and then we're done. We'll we're just good give, to go. I'll just, give you the, I'll just give you the title of this, and then let's get out of here. But let's go now. Let's run it to the ground. This is our longest episode. People are going to be happy for a change. <laughs> we got we got Gretchen inside with the kids. We got to. Go. Oh, she's yeah, it's a family a thing. Let's she's let's wrap it up tight. Mattel. <laughs> this was sent in by Kevin Lane Wren. Thank you, Kevin. This is on Deadline, written by Anthony D'Alessandro. Thank you, Anthony. Ooh, thank you, Anthony. Mattel developing movie based on Uno card game with Lil Yachty oh. eyeing lead oh. role. What? Oh, Hold on. My, I was asked to pitch on this. You were? Oh. I was at last year. I was asked to pitch on this. I was asked to pitch on Rubik's Cube, the movie. What? Um, I was at there. So what happens when you are a screenwriter in and you've had a movie that got made? A lot of times people send you IP. So sometimes it's stuff like Jumanji, which is a fantastically good original, and the second one with The Rock and Jack Black is so funny it's in that so movie. So good. Every once in a while, IP, which means intellectual property for people that are everybody else besides the annoying us. Um, but then what happened? Because Lego, Lego because was of, such yeah, a Lego. surprise yeah. hit. The Lego movies are so funny. Lego Batman made me laugh as hard as any movie. So everybody was like, we want what Lego has. So for me to hear you say this, go, Uno is a movie. They send board games. They send. I got sent to rewrite. Um, it's a small world after all. The Disneyland and yeah. Disney World ride, which yeah. is famously the most boring racist ride in Disneyland, yeah. where like it's, it's like the Russians are drinking vodka with like tall hats and like and goose stepping and stuff, <laughs> and like the Brazilians are just like it's crazy racist. And they were like, we want to turn this into Toy Story, and they sent me a script that was so. Good. The writers what? of that movie were so good that I responded, I cannot write a better movie than this movie. It was it was Night at the Museum, but there and all the things come alive and they're self aware that they're racist. Wow. It was it was incredible. So the Uno movie is coming out. Is it's had with the little Yachty? Is I mean, that like, what we're looks saying? Looks like Lil Yachty is attached. Um, mm. Yeah, and producing, executive produced by Lil Yachty, and it's based on Uno. It's all going to be about the underground Atlanta rap scene. Like oh. what? Oh, 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 oh! Well, oh. That, that changes. Well, that makes it more interesting. That, that does. Yeah, but also, also here's what's interesting is that Uno yes. joins other Mattel films. First, of all, I have no idea how you turn a card game into a movie, but anyway, Uno joins other Mattel films in yes. the works, including those based on. American Girl, Barbie, Hot Wheels, Magic 8-Ball, 
<laughs> yes. Master Matt Mason, Masters of the yes. Universe, Thomas and Friends, Viewmaster, and Right, Wishbone. those are fun. Viewmaster is just something you look through. Yeah, but that's an easy movie. I could write that movie. That's that one I could figure out changes, very quick. Like, it changes yeah. your reality they, or something. It's so easy. If they own a property, then they just are like, here's a shell of an idea. We yes. own it. Now you write it. We'll find a great writer, but we own like right. the, yeah. Viewmaster is a piece of cake. Viewmaster is there's a kid whose parents got divorced recently. He's pulled between and them both. Somebody, uh, an uncle, that's the fun uncle, or the Imagine fun aunt ball. gives him. That he looks through it, and the third one starts to move. And he goes, "What the heck?" And he takes it away, and he puts it back, and, he t- and suddenly he's in the world. Then he's in Egypt, and he's in the jungle. Right, right, right. That's don't an give easy these ideas move. Away. What, what about Magic Eight Ball, no. Scotty? What's Magic Eight Ball? <laughs> Magic Eight Ball. It's very easy. A uh, guy who his entire life has never been able to commit. Uh, his uh, he he's dating somebody that breaks up with him, but the daughter of the single mom feels bad, so she gives him. He goes, "Just try this. It works for me." So then every decision throughout the entire week, he decides he's only going to follow what the eight ball says. And at some point, there's a cosmic turn where it goes, uh, this thing has been working out for me, but then suddenly it goes bad, and he realizes he doesn't need the eight ball. The answers were in him the oh. entire time, and he makes oh. the right decision, asks her to marry him, and they guys, get married on St. Patrick's Day. That's how, you do, that's how you do it, guys. Yep. Scene. That's scene. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Uh, Lauren... You can plug your husband uh, after dark, uh, but also, is there anything you want to say or do? We have an audience of about uh, five billion, uh, and so anything you want us to look out for? Anything you're thinking about? Anything you've watched that you're excited about? Uh, oh, or man. words of wisdom. Sue Bird just said that she was going to start saying the, the great Quar, the greatest NBA player, WNBA player of all time. Her words of wisdom was, I'm just going to say the great choir from here on out. The great choir. That's a good, simple one. Um, Well, she's in the middle of writing a show for NBC. Oh, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch watch our show when When it gets made. (laughs) Kurt and Lauren sold a pilot to NBC about a male doula. What's the title? Pushing. Pushing, yeah. Great title. Okay. Like a birth center, yeah. Well, let's let's just let's ball. project that forward and say, guys, watch Pushing in the Fall let's on NBC. Yeah, yeah twenty-two episode pickup, probably starring David Alton Greer and um, Parker Posey. Parker Posey <laughs> in the unlikely male doula comedy <laughs> that your great. parents won't enjoy. So. <laughs> it's Bob Hart's Abishola on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs up. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks yeah, for yeah. being on Bananas. Thanks for having me. I'm, yeah, this yeah. was fun. After dark. It's easy. This it's was like fun. a little vacation. I loved it. You guys are doing a great thing here. You really oh, are. That's nice. Yeah, We're trying. People need a distraction. It's bad news all the time. Yeah, that's it's right. Delightful. That's it. Love you, babe. High fives. Love you so much. Love you both. Love you both. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. 
Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 